With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello everyone and welcome to the first club reaction of competitive football for season 22-23 as Rangers put us all through the ringer uh, but finally get there by a 2-1 win at Livingston. I'm your host Scott Carney, same lineup as last night except we've all moved about your screen a wee bit. Uh, Scotia, how are you mate? I am um, how 100 seconds can make your uh, Saturday. Um, <laughs> oof, we've been here before haven't we? Yeah, not half, mate. We've definitely been here before. And Ryan, how are you, mate? I just shaking off the couple of volumes that I took in that first half. Um, mm-hmm. It's a bit early for it's a bit early for having to win ugly, is it not? God, just a slight bit, mate. Who would have thought at this point of the season we're sitting going, "Oh, that's going to be a massive three points for Rangers." But I mean, there's just so much to kind of dissect in that. Um, just Rangers doing things a hard way. What it was there, um, a, a, a real. A real struggle in that first half, but we'll, we'll come to all of it. Um, before we do get into it, as you say, we'll start with the, the starting 11. I think I got it right. I think we all got it right, actually. Ryan, you're the only one that said you would play Tillman, yeah. and you were probably spot on, mate, based on what we've seen in the second half. Uh, but we all we all picked the same team of McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Suter, Barisic, Lundstrom, Kamara, uh, Wright, Lawrence, Kent, and Trulak. Um, no real shots for me. And, Oh, my God, did I say? McGregor. You're did I? Saying McGregor, old right? habits, mate, isn't it? That's old habits. There we go. Yes, McLaughlin. I was like, who did I put in goal? Yeah, no, that's old habits. Die hard, mate, for sure. But, uh, no, Scotia, no shock in the team. Ryan, sorry, I'll come to you first, because just what you said, mate, that we did think the bench looked a bit, what's the word, lacking depth, maybe? Yeah, I said that. I think I texted the chat and just said, that bench on paper looks weak at best. 
and then I kind of sat and worked out who's missing from the squad. Obviously, Alfie, Matondo, Roof. Um, who else? I wrote a few down. Hadji. I know Hadji and that are long term. There are a few big hitters. There's a few big hitters <laughs> out. Um, so yeah, and you take that into consideration. But I did think when I looked at the bench, I was like, that is pretty powder puff if you're looking for goals, and we were looking for goals. <laughs> we were, Scotia. <laughs> what was your thoughts on the team again? Probably no real shock to you. No, I mean the starting eleven, no real shocks. I mean you've got to factor in the fact that you know Davis isn't up to speed yet. Matondo's obviously got that injury, so the starting eleven, no surprise. And yeah, like Ryan in terms of the bench, it did look a bit threadbare. But barring Hellander, I think all the players that we've got injured at the minute are Kenny attacking players, and Lowry, Ruth, Hadji, Morelos, Matondo. So you know those are players on the bench that would make that bench look an awful lot stronger. Yeah, the, the attacking options did. I think that's what made it look light, um, for sure. Uh, definitely, it did make it. But in, in the starting 11, I say I wasn't really shocked. We will we'll jump into the game. Um, it's hard when a game goes this way. I've said this before when we do a reaction pod, because up until we scored, what I had to say about this game was not going to be enjoyable for anybody to listen to. But I'm not going to shy away from that because you know, you know what we do here. And that first half, as far as I'm concerned, was just nowhere near good enough. I mean, it's the same old thing. We have seen time and time again Rangers, the Rangers teams of late just doing the same thing against the back 11. I feel like we don't do drills for this kind of stuff. And it was really frustrating um, at points. Obviously, I think we started quite brightly in the first couple of minutes before we did come on to the the, con- the conceding of the goal. But there was a flash ball from Tav. Um, we, were, we were unlucky. Kamara should have done a, a better with a, a long ball with, from Golton over the top, and then Scotia just absolute bomb scare defending. And it's the fundamentals. Of, it really, really, it's really frustrating to see it happen. Barisic should go and attack that ball. It's a long ball kicked up. Barisic chooses not to go do that. He's got a free header. He gets it to the boy Nubly. Is that his name? Nubly. Suter is Suter is Bambi on ice. Doesn't know what way to turn. Doesn't know what way is what's left and what's right. And to be fair to him, it's a fantastic finish. It is the way he lifts that and gets it in the back of the net. It's a great finish. But that's Bombsker defending, mate. Oh, from the start, it's happened in slow motion for me. As soon as you seen Barisic just take that step back, I was like, "Oh no, what's going on here?" And um, <laughs> we've been over over the course of preseason. You know, Barisic, yeah, he's, he almost shits out. He actually going for for the ball there, and I, I was going. Oh, I'm getting on Ryan's wavelength here about Barisic when that when I seen that happen, <laughs> and then Suter Suter himself. Oh, the problem. I think we've kind of mentioned it throughout preseason. Yes, playing at the left side, the defence. He's looking a bit dodgy, and particularly on that park. Obviously, it hadn't been watered or anything. It, it just didn't look comfortable. And I was—I told you I would watch the USG game last night, and I was—I was watching them, and they looked pretty handy up front, um, pretty oh, tall good. guys. And I was feel—I was feeling <laughs> down the right, I was down like, the right, down the right hand side. Yes, brilliant. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh dear, um, I'm not looking, not feeling comfortable with Suter in there maybe for that game. And today, it just kind of nailed on that fact that I don't think. For games like this, the left centre half position, he's going to be able to to play. I mean, maybe at home it'll be better, but it was very poor defensively from both Barisic and um, Suter. But I don't think the ball that came in as well. I don't think they further up the pitch were done enough to kind of prevent that from happening. And then obviously you do single them out because they they're the obvious errors in there. But it was just poor all round. 
Yeah, Ryan, some people maybe questions why we went right into the market for a, a bit of quality in the left hand the left hand side of defence and I mean that goal to me just sums up why Davis has come in and why Yilmaz has come in. Uh, I don't take any pleasure in saying I told you so with Borna, but <laughs> Borna's always got these games in him where he plays well and well everybody gets behind him. He is I've never known a player to come from Eastern Europe or Croatia and to be so he just doesn't take ownership. He's not brave at all. If he gave as much into his play as he does when he goes down for corner kicks to the fans, he would be such a better player. He doesn't like taking ownership of situations. He doesn't like throwing his body in. He just doesn't like it. And for a left-back in Scottish football, nah, he ain't going to survive. And Borna is sinking dramatically, so he starts it. We did say, and it's I don't, but it's I suppose it's competitive football now, so you do have to criticise him. Suter hasn't looked great at, le- at left centre half in these friendlies, and I thought he was really, really poor today and deserved to be pulled off. That's how bad he was today. Deserved to be subbed off, and I think he'll find himself down the pecking order, unfortunately for him, and he needs to work his way up. But yes, that's why we've dipped into the market because not just for his fitness, but also. We need a left centre half, and it looks as if Davies is going to be. We're just waiting on him being fit now. I think James Sands is even in front of Suter after the way he's played today. And that's the way it is at Rangers. But in terms of the goal, yeah, Borna doesn't take ownership. To be fair, Suter makes a decision, makes a wrong decision in trying to like hold that uh, Nubly off. And that sells McLaughlin. McLaughlin has to come out and then realises he's not got it. And they bought us a good finish for the boy, but it's just a horror show from Rangers. Horror show, horrible start, and yeah, not the way you want to start the, the Premier League campaign, and we're, we're on the back foot straight away. Yeah, it gives you that horrible sinking feeling, it really does, it takes the wind right out your sails when something like that happens, because it's such a preventable goal, and it's just, it's like schoolboy defending at times, and it's 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 not good enough. Uh, I was going to come on to this later on, I might as well talk about it now, because you did mention um, Suter, uh, I thought he was shocking the whole game. I thought he got caught out. I don't know how many times he actually got booked as well for getting caught out, for pulling a boy back. And Golden had to save him um, in the second half as well. Um, just, he's not a left centre half. Uh, I think it's clear that he's not a left centre half. And I would much rather he now just plays second fiddle to corner Golden and, and he'll be the backup should anything happen to Golden. That's my opinion on it. might be harsh, but we can't take risks right now. Sands, for me, is by far a better centre half than what Suter is at the left-hand side, anyway, of the defence. So, for me, Sands plays over Suter now. Um, I, I, it's, it's, it does sound harsh, but... We can't be having this. We can't be I, this <laughs> for the sake of my health. We can't do this every game. <laughs> we can't because I've not make it during the season. Scotia, would you go along with that? I know you're quite a fan of Suter, mate, and you don't. You're maybe watch the. You're maybe more lenient because he is playing kind of out of position, but he he did himself no favours today. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the case, and he's. I think Suter's potentially got the Kenny whipping boy mantra for this season written over him after mm. the Kenny start he's had. I mean, I'm still going to give him the benefit of the doubt getting played out of position. I still think he'll come good and I still think you'll see decent performances throughout the season, but it's not off to the perfect start. And like you say there about Sands, yeah, I, I've been toying with putting Sands in my team over the uh, starting at left centre half over the last couple of weeks and the friendlies and things like that. But I've not seen enough of Sands there to really judge him and you know what with this game against usg coming up on tuesday 
I was thinking when I was watching that game last night and watching today, I was like, you know what? Katic wouldn't have been a bad option. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just to have a bit of balance, you know that's. I mean, that's that's a bit of a kind of weathering comment and Suter's performance there, but that's mm. the way I was feeling. Yeah, um, you're spot on. the re- The rest of the the rest of the half is just the same thing from Rangers. As I say, it's the same. We do have a couple of moments where we get good play. Golden actually gets in at one point as well. Does really well to get down the right hand side, gets to the byline. But there just wasn't enough for me. Um, same with Scott Wright. We had that conversation last night. I didn't think Scott Wright was in the game at all. Cholak in the first half was almost non-existent. I don't necessarily think that's his fault, but the, the, the best chance of that half apart from the goal was for Livingston. And again, from a free kick from deep, ball goes in and it's a free header and if he's a decent header of that ball we should bury that and we're just lucky that it's straight at McLaughlin Ryan the first half was a shocker to put it politely mate it was gutless mate absolutely gutless and it's a performance we've seen numerous times it's performances that we saw last year that cost us the league where we go long periods of time without testing the opposition goalkeeper this team haven't learned from that, so they need to change the personnel. And I think Gio surely knows that I know that we've got quite a few players out, but he must know that he can't play that team. That team will not win the league this year. That's I'm saying that from day one. I'm saying that if you're playing the same players from last year, they will not win the league because they will draw and drop points constantly because they go through these long periods of time without testing the goalkeeper. And I think it was like 48 minutes before we actually did so. Um, in the second half, it was very poor. In terms of Cholak, he gets a total buy for me because if Lewandowski's your number nine in that first half, Lewandowski doesn't score goals because nobody creates chances for him. Yeah. The problem is the midfielders. The problem for me is the in the first half is the obsession of working it out to the wings and then the quality of the ball into the box. I don't know how many ta- times Tavrier put the ball to the back post now, the guy at the back post is Ryan Kent. I don't remember him scoring many headers um, in his Rangers career. And then also Ryan Kent and Borna, their deliveries in the first half were absolutely appalling, really poor. And Cholak's a big boy. I said that to you in that game. I saw him, I think it was the Tottenham game, and he was in front of me. He's a big lad, and if we put service to his head, he'll score goals, I'm sure he will. But yes, that first half performance is, is more than concerned. I know it's only the first game. But it's more than concern that that's in the locker rooms. If they've got performances like that in the first game of the season, that's concerning for me. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with it, mate. Uh, I was feeling the worst. I was trying not to go full Ali Pearson, mate, but I, I, I could feel it building. I could literally feel it building in me. I was going, oh, no, oh, no, I can't. We can't be starting the season off like this. And so the first half was exactly that. We still can't hit a corner. We still can't hit a set piece. We just I think we had four corners in the first half and three set pieces from dangerous areas, and not one of them led to a shot on target. That's not good enough. Like that, especially against eleven men when you're you're playing against a back ten. It's you have to do we have to do more. And saying that, I do think Livingston should have been down to ten men. I think they got off with one. Um I think Martindale even realised that when he took, it was it Can Car, I think his name is, he took him off. It should have been a second yellow, in my opinion. He doesn't even attempt to play the ball. Um, but, I mean, even in saying that, mate, but there was just no, there was no invention, no real desire in that first half. Yeah, until you actually mentioned that boy that should have got sent off, I'd completely forgotten about it because Rangers were so poor. I don't think it would have made any difference if he'd gone or not um, for that half. Um, because, yeah, we were really poor. I think I asked Ryan the question last night. 
what will we see today? Will it be the Rangers of last season or will it be the Rangers we kind of seen against West Ham and <laughs> against Spurs for periods? And it was the, the Rangers of last season. Like we've, yeah. I was sitting watching it going, seen this before, Tav, not getting the, when he did get the ball to cross in, hitting the first man, poor crosses in. Kent, for all he runs about, he was really, really poor in that first half and pretty poor in the second. He grew into it a bit in the second half, but... Yeah, I am. Um, there was at points of the game I was didn't put Jack in my team because I didn't feel that Jack could play on that pitch. Just it would be too much of a risk for him at the very start of the season. But I was watching. I was like, no, that's a game that Jack needs to be playing over Kamara because Kamara was back to what he was last season in terms of domestic performances, where he wasn't really doing anything. I think when you see him against teams like West Ham and teams against like Spurs, where we've got a wee bit more space and they're coming to play against is it's he's such a different player but that first half we just can't break down these teams it was so reminiscent of the games that you know cost us the league last season where we dropped points so yeah a first half to kind of stick in the bin and never speak about again yeah i, I, I actually posted a tweet at half time that it was the it just wasn't the statement of intent that we were expecting that we spoke about last night in the preview show. It, it was far, far from it. I did notice weird taping on Tav's legs and on Lawrence's legs. I don't, obviously, this is some new sports science tape nonsense. I don't know what it is, but it didn't make any bit of difference to either of them, to be honest. I mean, Lawrence's couple of attempts today were way off, absolutely way off. So, half time, it was 1 0. Um, we go into the second half. I was just not really expecting to make changes straight away, but he did, thankfully. Um, and the half time was Wright coming off and Tillman coming on. Um, not a real shock, I think, pushing Lawrence out to the right hand side, putting Tillman into the middle. But really, into the start of the half, this was the same thing from Rangers, really. Um, half assed intensity, half assed attempts. And then, as I mentioned earlier, that bomb scare from Suter, um, where he, he really had golden up against it. And it's a good job that Livingston are not very good at shooting because he absolutely, I think he blasted that ball out of the stadium. It was that poor an attempt. Um, we then score a perfectly good goal, Ryan. And if only there was a thing coming in very soon that would stop this happening. That linesman there has guessed. He's not got a clue because he can't see the Livingston player in front of um, in front of Trulak. No one in the world is going to tell me that that's not a goal. It's a goal. It is a goal. It's simple as that. And I was on my feet in that way when somebody, I think it was Harvey, my, my oldest said, oh, that's offside. I thought he was joking. And then I looked and I seen Trulak and I thought, no chance and I was convinced it was onside then when I seen the replay I'm like that number five is playing him on he's literally in line with him I'm convinced he's in line with him and very frustrating you know what I was like I was anti-VAR um, last season but obviously when it comes to things like that then I am pro-VAR when, when it could work for mm. you uh, mm. very frustrating feel sorry for Cholak because it's a good goal and he needs to like his service was limited today and when he got the chance he did have a wee half kind of chance at the end there, but nah, that was his chance and he took it well. And it was a good header and it was a perfectly good goal. And yes, very frustrating. How do you... Yes, the linesman has guessed it, but at the same time, how does he... He can't see through bodies. Is it, it's a very hard one for him to call because it is in line to give him the slight benefit of the doubt. But yes, far needs to come in pronto. Yes, Scotia, this is, to me, um, I know we have incompetent referees. Linesmen, I'm still convinced, I just found at bus stops, mate. Um, it's just, it's a goal all day long. 
Yeah, I mean, this is probably the first bit of decent play that Kent makes as well with the cross in. It's a yeah. really good cross in by Kent. Really good and, cross. Um, yeah, perfect. Really good header from Coach Joak. Perfectly legal goal in my in my eyes. Um, and I was speaking to Pearson just before we started recording this, speaking to him. And I, I don't know when VAR's actually getting brought in. I know there was talk about it maybe being ready for next week, but that kind of, that's really quiet. So I think it's maybe a wee bit off as well. But say the worst happened in that game, finished as a Livy win or a draw, say, you'll turn around and say VAR comes in next week and it's just that one game where VAR's would have had an impact on it. Um, so, yeah, it, it, the sooner it comes in, the better, because the linesmen are really poor in my book. Honestly, <laughs> I could do a whole podcast rant on them, mate. Genuinely, I just they are just the most. There was even a bit at the start as well where right was blatantly fouled, and it's right in front of the linesman. The linesman gives a corner, and I'm like, the Levy guy didn't touch the ball because he didn't win the ball. So how can it be a corner? Do you know, it's like it's wee things like that, and you're watching it at the same speed that he's watching it. It's just yeah, they they are shockingly bad. So far needs to brought in pronto. Ali did say that it was getting kind of trialed today. I don't know how much I think, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think they're running it in the background of games at the moment. So to try there, it before they, before they yeah, inevitably make an arse of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so positive after a Rangers win. Uh, but yes, we'll get to positive times. Uh, I, well, in saying that, Barisic kind of deep cross, hits a bar, hits a post. Tillman has to score it, he really does. Um, and I, I, it started to have a bit of the the whiff around this isn't going to happen today because we, even after that, Ryan, we had a few chances, kind of half chances, but we were getting into decent positions. But the final ball, or the, the kind of, yeah, the final ball wasn't quite there. And I, I did have the feeling of this isn't going to happen. Yeah, even though Mr Pearson, I didn't watch the game with him, and nor is he on this pod, he still took the thoughts out of my head when he put in the group chat, this isn't happening for us today. And I thought, jeez, that's the first thing I thought when that, that uh, didn't get in from Telemann. Um He's got to thunderblast that, just roof it, absolutely roofing out of it. But Rangers were finding themselves in that situation, and we were thinking that because of the lack of quality. Rangers weren't doing what they should be doing against teams like that because... I think if you play if you play like that against Hearts or Aberdeen or maybe Dundee United, you ain't getting the points today. That's what I think. I don't think you're getting away with it. Um, Rangers' quality going forward was very, very poor today. I thought Ryan Kent was worryingly bad. Worryingly bad, Carney. And we're talking about this this time last year about Ryan Kent. I think he got injured just after. But um, he was very poor today. He put that ball in for Cholak and that is about it from him offensively. You always get the work rate for him, you always get the backtracking and winning the ball back, but that's not good enough. It's not good enough when you're looking for goals against these teams and I think he's got to look at yourself in the mirror and have a look at yourself and think what he's going to do this season because if he doesn't step up, then he's a big concern of mine at the moment. A huge concern because he gets so much of the ball and we work the ball over to him so much and Rangers just weren't doing it. They weren't providing the quality and that's why they found themselves 1-0 down and it just didn't look as if it was going to change. Yeah, um, in the last 25 minutes, we did make uh, subs. We brought on our field and we brought on Sands, Kamara and Suter going off. Uh, Barisic wasted a free kick shortly after that as well, which pretty much summed up his day. Uh, and before we come on to it, mate, I'm going to slightly disagree with you what you were saying with Ryan Kent, because it's Ryan Kent's ball for Scotty Arfield to get the goal. Um, 
I think Kent grew into the game towards the end, but that's a that's a reoccurring theme with Ryan Kent. When things get to the point where, oh my, okay, it's the last kind of 20 minutes here, we're going to actually need to do something, then Kent will try and find something a wee bit more. I do agree up to that point, mate. Apart from that ball, he'd done nothing. And especially that first half's one of the poorest halves I've seen Ryan Kent in a long time. But Scotia, it finally comes. Mr. Saturday night saves our Saturday and night. Um, this is a great goal and it's a... It's one of the old guard, mate, that come on and show the show the new guns how to do things. Yeah, it was. Um, it's what Scott Arfield does. It's the, his, his run was incredible. He's sort of seen the space open up and the way he just runs to it. And Kent's delivery, like you say, was really good for him. Knocks it away. And, oh, it was so good that it came at this point because I think when Tillman came on, he kind of, the game opened up again a bit more and we started looking a bit better. And then, like you were, Ryan was speaking about there, there was that kind of period when Jolak should have scored, when Barisic had that cross shot, whatever it was thing. There was a wee period where it felt like, oh no, we were growing in intensity and looked like we were going to crack on, but we kind of dropped off a wee bit again up until up until the goal. And it was it was great because I think Arfield was one of the players today that changed the match, changed the game for us because he's that type of player that goes a wee bit further forward. I don't think Lawrence was particularly good in the first half playing in that, in that area and Kamara, like I mentioned earlier, he just wasn't at the races really in the first half or much of the second half. But Arfield gives you that. I think ideally what we need is a younger version of Scott Arfield going forward. <laughs> if only they grew on trees, mate. Yeah, it would be, it'd be as easy as that. But Ryan, this goal probably did come at the right time. Uh, again, I was going to mention this at the end, but I'll do it now. Um, Gio got the substitutions right today because I think... Again, this is easy for me to read into, but I think there was a confidence in the midfield going forward, knowing that Sands was there and not Suter. Quite potentially, and probably gives goals some confidence as well, because if you see the guy next to you, he's having a bit of a, well, let's say he's had an absolute mare, let's not um, sugarcoat it, he had a really poor game. I think it makes Colton nervous as well. I thought he looked a bit nervous at times and I thought his distribution ball was a, poor at times. He made a few silly tackles as well today. He did, yeah. And I think that'll be a lot to do with Suter playing next to him. Yeah, or the way he sort of performed today. But um, I think Gio got his, his sub-spot on him. We've seen this with Gio a lot. I've, like I've said, I do trust in Gio. I think he's 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 worked us out and you can tell he's a good manager. He gets his tactics right and his team selection right more often than not. And... I expected him to make changes at halftime when he brought Tillman on. I knew he would make changes because he doesn't sit. I actually expected him to make changes in the first half because we're playing so mm-hmm. poorly. But yeah, he got his subs right and I feel took a lot of stick for signing a new contract in the summer from a lot of people, mainly Rangers Twitter, which you shouldn't really take notice of. But, um, <laughs> I feel does what he does. He's such a good squad player for us and he steps up so many important goals. Like I just don't understand the criticism he gets. Yes, he's never a starter for Rangers. He's not the level of player that we need to to play every week and a consistent in the first 11, but he's such a good squad player and Mr Reliable is what I said when he scored that goal and it's a great goal and, yeah, you're right to call him out. It's a great ball in for Kent. I forgot it was him that crossed the ball, mate. Yes, it's a great ball in from Kent and such a clever goal from that. A typical Scott Arfield goal. Absolutely, mate. Uh, and then... Just the best possible way to follow up. I didn't, my arse had hardly even touched the seat and we'd won a free kick. And James Tavernier steps up. And I mean, it's a free kick the keeper should save, Ryan, all day long. The keeper should not be getting beat there. It's not a particularly 
It's not one you'll remember from James Tavernier. He has scored some memorable ones. This isn't one of them, but I don't care. It's 2-1, and I know at this point my Saturday has been saved. <laughs> oh, mate, would, I'll tell you, it was your free kick, by the way. Oh, um, I know. Yeah, it's a great free kick, but the keeper's, the keeper's position is a bit questionable. Um, I don't know if he didn't trust his wall. I don't know what was happening there, but I do not care. As soon as I seen the fans like get up, I was on my feet. The four of us, me, my two sons and my dad were on the on the floor giving it plenty and oh the relief was something else. Absolutely something else. And I did say in the last pod I want Tavernet to get more goals and first game of the season, one goal. I want to see double figures from him this season. I want to see him score. And I mean domestically, I know he doesn't in Europe and about in this league, I want to see Tavernier score because I think he's such a big player offensively for us going forward and I think he should score more goals in the league. So I want to see I want to see him build on that. I think this is an early shout. I reckon I can see him getting 10 goals before Christmas if he plays to his potential and he hits three kicks like that. And yes, he stepped up and gave us a big moment when you need a big player to give you a big moment. So well done, Tav. Well done, Tav, indeed. Scotia, at this point, as I say, and look, I've probably not said that enough, Rangers were better in the second half. There is no doubt that we were better. Uh, I think the introduction of Tillman was bordering on genius because I thought he offered so much more. He looks very confident as well, but again, that's it's really to the old guard, mate, that have, uh, that have saved the day today. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, Arfield scored a couple against Levy last season, didn't he? He scored actually quite a good wee back heel kind of thing. Ryan gave, Ryan gave him a cuddle, I think, last time we scored. I, I, got, I, got, him, I got him booked at the Tony Macaroni last time. That's what he, <laughs> <laughs> he left the pitch and come straight into my hands. <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right, Carney. It is the old guard that kind of stepped up. And you know what? See, if Arfield hadn't scored just before the free kick that Tav got, I'm not sure that Tav's scoring because... Mm. For a long while, Tav's free kicks haven't given me the confidence that they used to. Same goes with Barisic. There was a period when they stood up, stood up to take free kicks, and you were always thinking it was they were a going. That's ah, a goal, yeah. Recently, recently it's not been the case, but it was. Um, I think the keeper makes it look a far better free kick than it was because his positioning is really, really poor. Um, but a decent enough free kick, and delighted that it goes in because, yeah, that hundred seconds makes your Saturday. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, at that point, really, um, Rangers are really quite comfortable. Um, Tom Lawrence comes off and is replaced by Ryan Jack. Tom Lawrence was better in the second half uh, in spells. I think in the first half, he still shows that he's got something there. I was maybe expecting a wee bit more from him, but today was maybe just not his day. And plus, it's that bloody pitch, man. Honestly, these guys that are coming up from England and even coming abroad must be like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Why are we playing on this? And uh, yeah, uh, but maybe just not his day. But uh, it was a chance for Kolak right at the end, um, towards the end, but it's well saved by the Levy keeper. Uh, and also Ryan Kent looks to have landed a wee bit awkward at the end due to the... as you mentioned the the top class first class state of the art pitch that Livingston choose to play on but it finishes 2-1 I'm very relieved <laughs> very relieved because I was not looking forward to this gentlemen I'm telling you that but look it's three points we'll move on from it um, Ryan um, and Gio did get it correct but there is no doubt there is still work to be done, especially if we are going to be up against 10 men defences, which we are a lot of the time, mate. There's still work to be done. But at the end of the day, Rangers have knuckled down. We've got the win. We've got out with three points and let's move on. Yeah, definitely. And I think 
I think Gio will know this anyway, and I said it earlier on. If anything, you take anything from today is that the new signings need to play in this team for us to make a challenge for this league. It's as simple as that. Um, we need Morelos, we need Matondo, we need Lawrence playing, we need Tailman playing, we need Ben Davies playing, we need Yilmaz playing. Those are the players I expect to come into this team and make a huge difference because, you know, I'm not going to list them off individually, but we know the players who didn't turn up today and didn't play well. And if they do that consistently and they play consistently for Rangers, we will not make a challenge for this league. So a lot of players missing today, a lot of players still to come in and catch up with their fitness. And when they do, I think we'll be absolutely fine. But yes, I'm glad we got the three points today because I was myself. <laughs> yeah, and while we're at about changing things and bringing new things in, I never want to see a pink Rangers goalie strip ever again in my life. Thank you very much. That is a shocker. Uh, Scotia, your final thoughts, mate, and you can pick your man of the match to finish. Yeah, no, I mean, I kind of agree with Ryan there with what he's saying about these new players coming in, because I think what you've got to remember is that all the other teams in the league know how to play against the players that we've got. They know how to play against your Kents these days. They always double up, treble up on them. They know how to play against Barisic. They know, obviously, Suter new coming in, but the, the teams have played against them anyway for Hearts. But they know know all about these players. So bringing in the sort of newer boys, yeah, should give us a bit of freshness. The result and probably pay, papers over the cracks that we were so poor in the first half um, because it, it just had this feeling like, no one else has kicked a ball apart from us and Livy, and we've all, almost already given Celtic an advantage in the league. Um, so really pleased that we actually managed to get the three points in the end. Um, second half, yeah, it was better, but there's still still room for improvement in certain areas. Um, in terms of my match, there's two that are up for grab, two players that I've got, but I'm going to go with Tillman. I thought him coming on kind of changed the dynamic, held the ball up really well. I think with Lawrence going out onto the onto the wing it made made him play a wee bit better so I think I'll give it to Tillman Fair enough mate Ryan you're man of the match mate Oh that's a hard one today isn't it um, Tillman for me was the only one who really looked to have a bit about himself Tav got the winner so he's a very close second for me but his first half performance wasn't good enough anywhere good enough but Tillman for me looks looks the player that my son's been telling me is in I think I think he definitely looks like that player that plays behind the striker for us and you push Lawrence out to the right-hand side. I think that looks a given going forward. But yeah, he was quite impressive. A few heavy touches, let my way with that first, first competitive game in, in that pitch, as you say. You could tell that played a part with a few of them today. But um, yeah, I'm quite impressed with him and I'm quite excited to see him on grass. Yes, me too. Um I'll probably I'll probably just make it a hat trick uh, and say Tillman as well. I, I thought he just he gave something completely different when he came on. And to be honest, we're kind of we'd be picking um, we'd be picking out a, a kind of small draft of who would be man of the match. I mean, Lundstrom was solid enough without having too much of an effect on the game. I do think he kept the ball ticking over quite well in terms of going forward. And I do think Scott Arfield made a difference not only with the goal but it gave Livingston something else to think about as well with the runs that Scott Arfield would do. But yeah, I'll I'll, I'll make it a hat trick and go with, with Tillman as well. So three points is is the the most the, the most important thing. Um, really, it really is. I think we were expecting a wee bit more, but there's still more 
players to come in and more to come. But uh, we roll on to Tuesday now. So just before we go, lads, we'll do a wee bit on Tuesday since we're not going to actually be doing because it's on Tuesday night. So that's usually club deck corner night. So there will be a wee bit of readjusting with things happening um, during till we find when we're going to be able to actually fit things in, etc. But obviously, there'll be no show before Tuesday. It'll just be a reaction show. So we'll just do um, a wee bit now. Um, Ryan, as, we were, as I was watching that game, mate, you know what kept going through my head? The Your comment about the no momentum thing. And I thought, see if we drop points. <laughs> I was like, Tuesday is going to be bloody horrific, man. But what do you expect now, mate? Uh, if I'm going to be honest, if any of them are in any capable position, and I mean that by I mean the new signings of playing at least 60 minutes, to me, they have to play. Yeah, I think they do. And I've, I read, I don't know if it was Evening Times, someone broke news today about Morelos saying he they, they expect him to be in the squad this Tuesday, not next Tuesday. Um, so that'll be a turn up for the books because I wondered if he would actually make the squad today. But um, that would be a positive if he's if he's even gets any kind of minutes on Tuesday. But I'm expecting a really hard game, Carly. I hate qualifiers and I hate, especially hate Champions League qualifiers. This is a level above the... Yeah, we've always done well in Europa League qualifiers, but this is a level above for me. This team will be no mugs. Um, I've said it numerous occasions. Obviously, with the way the, way the league the, the way the league went, um, they were unfortunate not to win the league. I am expecting a very tough game. If Rangers, I'll be happy if Rangers come back still in a tie. I will be happy with that. I know that sounds very defeatist, but I think it's just so early in the season. Playing a quality opposition, competitive. We have no momentum. We are still tinkling with our first 11. I want Rangers to bend that tie and then bring them tie books and, and smash them basically because I think they can do it. There's, I'm not saying they can't, but I am I'm cautious and I, I'm just a bit concerned at how the quality opposition that we're playing against and they have, what, two games out in our season now, I think it is, Scotia. Mm-hmm. And I know they won 1-0 last night, so oh, by default they're top of the league at the moment. So I'm expecting a very hard game on Tuesday, Carney, and just because they're not a big name doesn't mean it's not going to be a a very tough game for Rangers. So, yes, it's strapping again on Tuesday, boys. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I know. Um, I, my, my, I think I think this team are different in Europe. I think Rangers, are, uh, we approach things differently in Europe. And this team are going to come and have a right go at us. And we've said that before, that it tends to work in our favour when a team decides to do that against us because we can actually start to play football and it's going to be played on grass. Please tell me it's getting played on grass out there. It surely is getting played on grass. It's not an artificial pitch, is it? Oh, it's it's you in Leuven. It's in Leuven. The, ah, the right, game's getting so moved because that's right. Their stadium's not up to it or something. Yeah. So I will, we're, we're getting we're getting to play on grass, which is which is good news. Uh, and I think it could help us. It's it's the the same old saying: just stay in the tie, get it back to Ibrooks. By that point, we'll hopefully have everybody back and everybody fit that we need to be back and to be fit. So that that's all it's about for me. Uh, but I don't expect an easy match, not at all. I, I really don't. I expect it to be a tough one. Scotia, your thoughts ahead of Tuesday, mate? Uh, similar to you in terms of our squad. Looking at our starting eleven today, um, suitors played himself out the team. But looking at that starting eleven. Barring Suter, you know, I wouldn't have any issues. I think they would play completely differently in Europe to how they played today. Um, but I think, yes, it will be a tough game. I watched their game last night. The team they were playing, Charleroi, weren't weren't great. 
they didn't have much attacking threats. So you didn't really get to see how they cope defensively too much. So you can't really draw anything from that. But they, they did look a bit a handful up front at times, um, particularly down their left-hand side where Adringa came is on loan from Brighton, I think, and a boy Lapozan. Uh, they looked pretty tidy. Um, and their other centre forward, Vinzia, Vin, um, he looked pretty decent as well. Looks as if they could give us a bit of handful. And like I'd said earlier, this is when I was thinking, like, balls over the top. Kenny done us at times today. And they done his last season at times. And, you know, they were doing that a wee bit against Charleroi. So it gives me a wee bit of worry there. And then the boy that scored last night for them, Ross, I think it's Ross Sykes. Sykes is his surname anyway. He came from, like, Altingham or someone like that. But um, he plays out in the, their um, right, sorry, right wing back. And he looked big unit as well. But... Us in Europe, if we play it the way we know we can play, we should win because we're not. We're as I said, we're not playing at their stadium, which looked a wee bit um, like a wee bit of a hostile stadium, very small but very very close to the pitch and sort of standing where all their it's a standing sort of area where the main stand is. Um, so moving it to Leuven might give us a wee bit of advantage as well, just in terms of not them not being at home. Yeah. Yeah, possibly, but it's again, it's one of the, we're going to, need to be on a game no matter where we're playing. Uh, we're going to need to be absolutely on it. I'm going to kind of dump this on you, but I'm realising that we're not going to be previewing this. So, I'm, Ryan, I'm going to come to you and ask for a start in 11, mate, since we're going to try and keep track of it this season. So, who would be your start in 11 for Tuesday night? And you can give a score as well at the end, mate. I'm just reminding you how we do this because you said last night mm-hmm. you'd forgot, mate. So, <laughs> I, I forgot, I forgot that was part of my job, yes. Um, I'm going McLaughlin to have. Goldson, Sands, Barisic, Kamara, Lundstrom, Kent, Tillman, Lawrence, Cholak. Score. And I'm going 2-1 Rangers. They'll score first. God, just like today, mate. Brilliant. Yeah, looking forward to that. I, have picked, I would go with exactly the same team, mate, as you have picked. The only one that if Gio did say in his presser that Yilmaz was ready to go, so if he is ready to go and he gets a training session or, or at least... Play him. Play, play him. him. Yeah, <laughs> play him. Yeah, that's what I mean. If he gets a training session at least and he's been kind of he's kind of clued up on how we play, then I would play him and I'm going to go for uh, 1-0 to Rangers. Uh, and we'll get to get it back to Ibrooks and I'll give the goal scorer to Cholak because he's due to score. Did you give me a goal scorer there? Uh, they're scoring first. Oh, they're scoring first. That's fine. Score shot. Yeah, I'm reserving the right to, to change this when I hear the press conference. And the I know. Well. Well, if Matondo's, I reckon if Matondo's <laughs> fat, then Matondo will play. Yeah. yeah um, I think my team's the exact same as both yours, except I think McGregor will start in goals. And I'm going 2-0 Rangers, Cholak, first goal scorer. Very confident, very confident. But yeah, no, as you say, we're all into that now. And I know it's a wee bit different than things we, we usually do things, but just thought I would tie that on to the end here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we've started the season with three points. That's pretty much all you can ask for. We might have wanted a wee bit more in terms of performance, but we did get a reaction in the second half and Rangers have managed to get there. Uh, but there is definitely still things to improve. Early days as of yet, still on a terrible pitch. So let's wait and see how we play in a competitive game of football on actual grass, like football was played like not in a absolute 
crazy league like the, the, the way Scotland is. But yes, for today, Scotia, thank you very much, mate, and I'll probably speak to you on Tuesday. Aye, cheers. When do we play Kilmarnock away? Oh, God. We're talking that? about plastic pitches. I don't know. At least we're, know, least we're going know. to them next week. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, thanks very much, mate. Cheers, boys. I'll speak to you on Tuesday. I'm away to make up with my dad. As I said in the group chat, we fell, up, <laughs> fell out after three minutes uh, of the game today. So I'm going to go through. Rangers are uh, back. Offer, oh, aye, Rangers are back. Offer an olive branch out to the old man and speak to him. So. Yes, definitely. Yeah, thank you everybody for tuning in. As always, please do like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We will be back on Tuesday with a reaction pod after a hopefully another win by Rangers. So enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll speak to you on Tuesday. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.